0: Welcome to Spaces Organized and Styled, the podcast. My name is Caitlin Atkins and I am an organization expert and life coach. I am the professional organizer to help you get those goals achieved and work through any life challenges that come up along the way. If you're wanting to declutter your home, your office, your schedule, or your life, then you have found the right place for you. In this podcast, I will share with you the tips, the tricks, and the processes to help you get organized, stay organized, and share some life wisdom along the way. Now let's get started. Super excited that you've decided um, to join me on the National Clutter Awareness Week. As I mentioned yesterday, today is all about books. So I have a lot of notes. So I'm going to be watching um, my notes section and making sure that I am telling you everything it is that I want to share about the books because it is it's tricky. Um, and this is coming from personal experience as well as working with clients that I find the books are one of the more troublesome um, areas that people find decluttering. Clothes, yes, um, you know, more some of the more common items, uh, garage, basements, those types of things. Those are a little bit easier, they're more common. The books are something that um, not a lot of people really have a whole lot of experience decluttering, so it's, it's tricky. So here's what I want to say about um, decluttering books. First, I want you to recognize that it's going to be hard. It could potentially be hard. It could be um, emotional. And really think about um, personally why that is for you. Is it because um, at the time that you bought these books, they were an investment? They cost some bit of money. Um, is it hard to release that and knowing that the money that you spent, you probably won't see a return on investment? You're not going to get that money back. Is it processing the emotions of guilt that you didn't read the books that you thought that you were going to read? Um, they're still sh- sitting on your shelf for, could be months, years, decades later that you didn't um, actually take the time to read those. Could it be a little bit of um, you know guilt, embarrassment, and shame that you just know that you'll never, you'll never take the time to read them, and that's okay. So process that one. Um, is it also working through the one day I might read that? That's a big one. Um, there is a lot of, but one day, one day I might need that. One day I might use that. One day I might read that. Um, is that coming up for you on certain books? These are certain things to be thinking about as you're going through the decluttering process and really like setting yourself up for the best um, opportunity here, the best you know, the best chance for success to declutter all the books. Um, also allow this to be multi-phase this is something that um, I actually did when I went to declutter my books is that it was a multi-step process it didn't happen um, all in one go it actually took me like a couple years if not um, months to do some of mine and it was about releasing um, The I guess some of the emotions that was behind some of the books. So for example, if there is a period of your life that you had a lot of books for a specific interest or a job or career, is that period of your life now over? For example, if you were a lawyer and you have a lot of law books, um, those were an investment. Those are expensive. Those are you know those are something that you'd have to purchase. um, I believe they come out every couple of years. So did you do you still have those? But are you now retired and? You won't be needing those. Yes, you could go back and look at them for reference, but would you really be doing that in retirement? Maybe. Um, is it about you know allowing yourself the time and emotions, you know, the time and space to process those emotions of coming up of, "This part of my life is over and completed." Um, another big one is if somebody left a message in a book, if they wrote in the book and left you a message, they dedicated the book to you. That's going to be hard um, because you're going to feel as though this person specifically left this for me and they specifically wanted me to read this and they even left me a handwritten note in it. That might be a little bit um, of a tricky one to, if you know you're not going to read it or you have read it, you don't like it, or you just no longer need it, that's going to be a harder one to release as well. So these are some of the things to kind of keep um, aware of prior to starting the decluttering process of the books. So now that you decided, okay, books, they all need to be decluttered, what do we do with them? You're going to first prep your space. Um, This is the first step of decluttering for anything, always prep the space. So wherever you have all of your books, um, if it's in your office or if it's in a library or some sort, if it's on a bookshelf, make sure the space around it that you're going to be using to decluttering is clear that you have sticky notes for um whether you're going to be giving these on to a family friend a friend or family member if you know you're going to be selling them or donating them or um, something that you want to keep you want to make sure that you're having very clear um areas and so you're going to want sticky notes to indicate that also keep sharpies as well Um, so give yourself the space give yourself the um the prep space so I wanna set you up with some easy wins to begin with. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you have duplicates of books, those are going to be very easy wins. You know immediately the duplicate one is gonna go out. So that's an easy one. Start getting rid of anything that you have multiple copies of, um, books that you are have no interest in reading. So that's an easy one as well. If you know that this topic doesn't, um, uh, it's not interesting to you anymore, or it's something that you just you just know you don't have any interest in reading a book, that's an easy one. Let's toss that one. Let's get that one out. Um, and books from a past interest. So, like I said, if you know that you have moved on in your life and you no longer need those items, that's going to be a really easy one as well. So, but again, you know, if there's emotions that come up, you want to process that. You want to work through this because you don't want to leave anything untied and having a sense of um, guilt if you end up do letting go of those items. You want to make sure that you're working through that as you're going through this process. Um, okay, so now you're left with the books of. Either you feel like you should keep um, books that you have read or books that you intend to read. All right, so what do we do with those three categories? So the books that you have read, when you're looking at those and you're thinking, okay, I've read these books, what do you feel around them? Are there certain ones that you feel that you would recommend to somebody? Um, would you? want to possibly loan that out or gift that to somebody that you feel like could use that? Is there a family member or a friend who you're like, oh, this book would be perfect for so-and-so, or they've shown an interest in wanting to read that? Can you immediately just pass that one along and get that one out? Um, are there books that you would not recommend? Those would be super easy ones too. If you've read those books and you, you know that they're not going to be something that you'd recommend to a family member um, or to a, you know a friend, can you release those ones? Um, and is it something that you would read again? So this is a little bit tricky. Um, a lot of the times if we're going through books and we find that we really want to keep them and there's some good information in there, um, that's a little bit harder, especially if you've taken notes or you've flagged the pages. I know that's something that I do. Um, it's hard to then say, okay, I no longer need this book because um, you know, I've I've spent so much time and the content of the book. So what you can do to kind of like help with that one, I'm actually gonna get that one down the bottom, but to set the boundaries around, but I'll just tell you now, um, keep a journal as you're going through and reading books. If there's um, certain information that's really um, prevalent to you or something that you wanna recall later on, just keep a journal and start writing those notes down so that way, when you're finished with the book and you flag the pages or you've taken the notes and you felt like this was some really good content that you would wanna remember later on, you're not stuck with a bunch of books that you then can't release. So the books that you feel like you should keep, this one's going to be interesting. Why do you feel like you should keep them? That's my first question. Um, and probably the only question, why do we feel like we need to keep the books? Is it, again, going back to we invested in them? Um, we felt like we we should read them. Well, why do we feel like we should read them? If you have no interest in reading them and you know that you're not going to read them, why do you feel that way? Um, Is it something that um, you have more emotions around? Does it make you feel a certain way when you see the book on your shelf? Does it make you feel happy? Does it make you feel stressed or guilty that you haven't read it? Um, Does it make you feel sort of elite or a status symbol because you have a particular book on your shelf? Does it make you feel a certain way? So really digging into the why, the why we feel like we should keep it. Um, Is it a signed copy? of a book is it a first edition of a book is it a really old book do we feel that way keep in mind though that even though you've spent um some money and investment on the books themselves you're probably not going to see that investment back unless it is something that is signed or first edition so it's going to be a little hard um to release that if it's you know more financial but just keep that in mind um that that this happens so really digging into the why why do we feel like we should keep a book um, that could take a little bit of time. So if you feel that throughout the this week, you, you, move, you move through the week and you have decluttered some of your books, but you know that you could probably do a little bit better and that there are more books um, that you could move on and release as well, maybe put those ones aside and work through that um, in the upcoming weeks and, and months. So with the books that are unwanted, what do we do after we've decluttered all the books? Keep in mind, if you've moved or if you are planning to move, books are really heavy and they they are not um, inexpensive to move. So if you are somebody who knows within the next um, six months to a year, a couple years down the line, moving is in your future. I would highly recommend go ahead and start decluttering these books because as I just showed you, they could take um, some time to process these emotions. You could be left with a stack of books of, I should keep these, but why do I feel like I should keep these? Um, that could take some time. So the earlier, obviously the, um, the better that you start the decluttering process because you could be working through some of that as you're going along in the weeks and months. Um, and they're not well, they're not inexpensive to, to move. So I would recommend if you know You've got that in your future. Start now. Okay, so what do we do with the unwinded books, like I said? Well, we can donate them. That's obviously the best thing. Um, I see a lot of people who want to sell their books. Like I like I said in the beginning, unless they are a first, first edition, unless they are a signed copy, unless they are something that's really, really unique or old, probably not going to get that money back. And that stings a little bit. That can be a little bit of a, a sore point so i would recommend donating Um, if you have a local library um, go to them and ask them if they have a donation center usually they do i know for myself there is um, a partner organization that i donate my books to um, and they take them to the library and see if it's something that the library would want first and if not then they're able to sell them at a discounted cost um go back to the it of a friend or a family member is there something that you have read or maybe you haven't but you think it would be something interesting for somebody else to read that you know somebody would want um to read this book say about um passing along to them giving it to them uh, be careful that you don't saddle them with boxes and boxes of books that you didn't read and you're just passing it on to them um this is something that i, I am going to talk about later this week or if not in another blog post about um Releasing items to family and friends be very careful with that Um, a lot of the time They don't want those as well depending on the item. So Do it from a sense of I really do feel like this would help you or this would be something that would interest you not I don't want all these books here. You take them and you are then giving them um, Literally pounds and pounds of books and now they have to deal with that. So just be careful with that. Alright, so we've decluttered the books, we've gone through them, we've cut the ones that we wanted to keep, we have gotten rid of the ones that we no longer want to keep. Okay, what do we do with the books that are remaining? Alright, so if you are, like some of my clients, I go into a home and they have loads of bookshelves, loads of space, loads of stacks of books that they have. How do we make sure that you don't need to do this again? How do we set you up for success so that way, you know in the future, a decluttering of a book is no longer a day-long event? It could just be as simple as, I'm done reading it. Do I want to keep it or do I not? How do we make sure that you no longer have to know when National Declutter Awareness Week is for your books? Well, first, first things first, we need to set boundaries. This is the final step. As I said in the beginning, prepping your space is the first step for organizing boundaries is the final one setting boundaries is not only really healthy but it's also really essential so what do i mean by that if you have a space in your home or your office that you want to keep books in try to limit the amount of space that you have that you've given yourself we are tend to be vacuums so if an empty space if we have a space that's open and empty we're going to fill it We could fill it with books if that's what we had before we could fill it with other items um so really be mindful of the fact that you want to set clear boundaries um if you have multiple bookshelves try to start getting rid of some of those bookshelves so that way you're not filling them with more books um and that could be hard as well because you could feel some sort of resistance there um really think about going digital i know myself this is something that i knew needed to happen um i knew i needed to to declutter my books to release things from my past um, experiences in life that no longer were serving me um, and I knew I needed to go digital and this was something that was really hard because I don't like reading books digitally however I have found that I'm really great at listening to Audible books. So if that was, you know, that was a really hard thing too. Oh my gosh, what if I'm on Audible and I purchase a bunch of books, but then something happens to Audible and I no longer have that investment of the money and the books and all these excuses that I made. So I've made the the challenging switch for myself to go to Audible. I love it. Um, (laughs) I will never go back. I do still have um, some hard copies of books, but I did not purchase them at full price. I actually went to a used bookstore and found a lot of books for 60 cents 80 cents dollar and it was amazing um so that's something that you could do as well so no longer going to the online retail stores or um the full price market to find your books try to go to used bookstores if you're going to be donating to these ones anyways you're already going to be there so maybe take a look and see is there anything that um you could get at a discounted rate to where when you go to release it and pass it along, you no longer feel that resistance to letting go because you've invested into it. Um, Again, try to go digital. This is probably one of the better things that you could do is go digital. You're then going to be able to keep that, but it's not going to be weighing you down. Yeah, literally it won't be weighing, weighing you down um, go to Audible, that's another great resource and um, like I said keep a journal so as you're going through and you know you're you're reading these books these are I'm more a nonfiction reader a lot um, so I'm going through and I'm reading and I'm taking notes and I am really digesting this information so if you are somebody who is also for nonfiction and you feel like there was a lot of really great information here I want to keep parts of it. Um, start taking a journal taking the notes so that way you don't feel like you can um, you have to keep that book once you're finished reading it. That's some really great advice that I'm actually also gonna take um, that I have not. <laughs> so I'm also gonna start my journal this week. Um, so do that. Um, also if you can take a digital journal that's even better because then when you're done with the physical hard copy of the journal you're you know you're not left with journals and journals and journals that you feel like you can't, you know, you've got to carry around with you because then you've kind of just created the same problem. So put them digitally and start um, typing them out, all of your notes. And yes, keep your divine spaces. Um, That's going to help you with all of your decluttering this week and how to make sure that we don't ever have to do this again. Okay, so that's what I have for books. It was a lot of information. Um, I really hope that this helped you, that there were some tips in here that you maybe didn't know about before that can help you declutter your books um, this week, today. Just take it at um, one phase at a time. That's my biggest uh, tip that I have, don't rush the, rush the process. It will take time. It w- took some time for me to let go of um, past you know, experiences and interests that I just knew I wasn't going back to, but I felt like I had to keep these books. One final thought, actually, is um, the books that I had, I actually was able to not donate, but I was able to gift to a young girl who was at the same spot that I was at the time, and that was really nice. So I was able to give her a whole collection and library of books um, that I had curated for years and years and it was amazing to be able to to give that to somebody who um, was at the exact same point that I was when I was her age. So it was really nice. So think about that too, that you're giving it, um, you know, you're passing along these books and it's going to help somebody else in their journey. And it's not so hard to release it at that point. It's a little bit easier. All right. That's what I have for you. Um, Come back tomorrow. I believe tomorrow we are talking about decoding our schedules. So I'm super excited. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye guys.